Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Wednesday the 8th of February and as usual with all the information in this podcast it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well let's kick things off as usual with the scores on the doors and the Dow Jones closing up 266 points or 0.78% to 34,157. It had a high of 349 up and a low of 257 down. So a pretty volatile day. The main event of the day was Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell speaking. And as usual, the longer he spoke, the more the US markets rallied with hopes that they are closer to the end the nearer the beginning as far as those rate rises go. NASDAQ up 1.9%, 226 points, 12,114. And we had the S&P 500 up to 41.64, 53 points or or 1.29%, which was, as always, in the middle for diddle. And that VIX volatility index, because of all of the optimism back in the US was down 4.6%, 18.54. ASX 200 SPY futures showing positive 34 points, 0.46%. So we're back on. It's all happening again today and we could see a little bit of a rally in some of the resource stocks, but we'll wait and see. Some of the US stocks moving and shaking overnight. Apple up 1.9%, Meta up 3%, Google up 4.6%, Microsoft up 42 There is a race in the artificial intelligence space at the moment to bring out your own version of chat GPT, and we'll get on to that in a little while. Tesla up 1%, Netflix down 0.4%, Amazon down 0.2%, US banks doing a bit better, JP Morgan up 1.2%, Citigroup up half, Goldman's up 1%, Bank of America up 1.1%, Wells Fargo up 1%, and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was up 0.75%. Of a percent in other news from the US, the 10 year 3.689 up another 5.7 basis points. That cruising wasn't that long ago, it was back below three and a half. Now 3.7, just about two years 4.47 up 2.1 basis points in the Aussie, a 3.651 in the 10 year. So that's crept up as well, uh, nearly parity with the US 10 year. Bitcoin better, 23,224. The Aussie dollar better as well, up 63.63 of a cent, 9.91%, And The US dollar index falling 0.2 of a percent. Gold pretty much unchanged on the back of that. But we did see uh, those um, US markets dominated by Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell's comments giving the market confidence. It was the first speaking engagement since the FOMC last week and since that big, big jobs number that we saw on Friday, 517,000. He repeated he's concerned about inflation in the core services, excluding the housing sector, and the labour market remains tight. He went on to say that getting inflation down will likely be a difficult process and one that isn't necessarily smooth. 
but he did say that there should be a significant decline in deflation this year. It will likely go into next year. It will go down to the Fed's 2% target, he said. So that was enough to give the markets confidence that we are far closer to the top in US rates than we are at the beginning of the cycle. Uh, State of the Union speech tonight as well from uh, Joe Biden. So that will be well and truly uh, focused on. And with other news out of the US, we did see Microsoft announcing the new AI Bing page, which you can chat with. Um, Google has a new AI page as well, and it's got a new bot called Bard. And Baidu is launching its own version uh, called Ernie. So AI, artificial intelligence, the chat, GPT, open interface, lookalikes are all jumping on the bandwagon at the moment and probably will become uh, more of a thing. Uh, But certainly that is helping uh, Microsoft last night bounce and also the tech sector generally bounce. Zoom is laying off 15% of its workforce. And it's something that's good news for inflation, especially if you're making an omelette and you can't make an omelette without breaking eggs. But wholesale egg prices down more than 50% since December just goes to the heart of the inflationary argument that uh, we are seeing inflation come off. It's the same in other soft commodities as well. The Bank of Canada has defended its decision to hit the rate pause. The governor, Tiff Maclem, said the Bank of Canada needs to keep interest rates steady to avoid slowing the economy too much. Certainly not something that uh, our head of the RBA, Phil Lowe, I was going to say Rob Lowe, but Phil Lowe, has been looking at. Uh, he has uh, defended his position, Tiff Macklin, uh, defended his decision to pause hikes in remarks that were accidentally leaked. So that's interesting. Chipotle down 5% after hours on its earnings miss as well. In commodities overnight, we did see the oil price rally hard, up 3.2% for Brent crude, $2.58. And WTI up 4.1%, $3.06.77.12. Why is the oil price rallying? Well, the reason it rallied is that uh, demand in China is recovering. And we also saw disruptions to pipelines in Turkey due to the tragic earthquake that has occurred there, which is very close to a couple of major pipelines which had closed for 24 hours, but doesn't seem to be any long-term damage to those. Gold pretty much unchanged, platinum unchanged, copper up 0.7, nickel up 0.8, aluminium unchanged, zinc up 2.8%, lead up 0.2, tin up 1.2, iron ore slipping uh, down 1.3%, coal also falling as well. Coal stocks had a good day yesterday, so it'll be interesting to see how they react today. BHP in ADR terms up 1.2%, Rio up 1.03%, Freeport McMoran up 1.7%, Alcara up 2.4%, Tech down 3.2%, Anglo up 1%, Glencore up 1%, Vale unchanged, Arbamal up 0.9%, ExxonMobil in the US, one of the best stocks, up 2.8%, oil sector doing very well last night, and we had uh, Walmart up 0.21% as well. And James Hardy in the US up 1.5% there. In local news today, we do get uh, a bunch of companies reporting, some out already, some to come. We've got Amcor, Borrell, BWP, Trust, Dexus, Suncorp, and Alliance Aviation. 
and the CEO of Macquarie, uh, Shamira Wakaramayaki, says Macquarie is ready to buy, has got a big cash pile. Open pay goes bang. 80 sacked, 80 staff have been sacked as a result of that. But the buy now, pay later, guys, very much at the moment on the front foot of the Australian Finance Industry Association, AFIA, is saying that the buy now, pay later operators delivered $1.5 billion in net benefits for retailers last year. In other news this morning, Treasury Wine Estates has been downgraded to outperform from buy at CLSA. And we have also seen Suncorp results out this morning. Net profit jumps 44% to $560 million, taking earnings 63% higher to $588, dividend of $0.33, representing a payout ratio of 71% of cash earnings. Borrow results are out as well. Net profit soared 53% to $56.8 million in the six months to December, lifting earnings per share. 5.1 cents, 50% higher than the previous period. No interim dividend. The borrower expects EBIT in the second half to be broadly in line with the first half of the year. We have also seen Fortescue signing an iron ore mining site agreement in Gambon. Uh, Signed a convention for the Belinga Iron Ore Project with the government of Gambon, the first mining planned for the second half of calendar 2023. A uh, $200 million US investment is expected to open opportunities for Fortescue Metals and Fortescue Future Industries throughout Africa. Jim Chalmers, our treasurer, says the economy will slow, but will have no recession. Uh, the AVZ uh, African Lithium Saga continues in the Democratic Republic of Congo. I'm not sure how democratic it is, uh, but it continues with front page stories of alleged bribes and middlemen. Not a great look. Uh, especially for a company worth billions until it was suspended and now uh, embroiled in massive legal problems. There's also speculation today that Newix could again be a takeover target after that big, big ruling for Newix yesterday. They won't have to pay the former CEO 185 million bucks and you thought you were having a bad day. Helios has downgraded to underweight from equal weight at Morgan Stanley. Westgold has provided a drilling update from its Bluebird mine. And Centuria Capital has been downgraded to neutral from overweight at JP Morgan. Anna Bly, who is the uh, chairman, president of the Australian Bankers Association, says it's unhelpful to talk about people falling off a mortgage cliff. She said, many people are not going to fall off a cliff by any stretch of the imagination. But for those people who find it really tough, banks are not going to be sitting there watching people fall off the cliff. Well, that would be heartless. And banks are certainly not heartless. Following the demise of OpenPay, Split It Payments is expecting more failures and consolidation in the buy now, pay later sector. And Treasury Wine Estates has been downgraded to outperform from buy at CLSA as well. So that is there, and that about it for news so far. Uh, Today's question of the day is, are you worried about the looming mortgage cliff? Are you worried about the return from some of those fixed-rate loans at very low rates to variable loans at very high rates, whether that's personally or whether it's for the market, the banks, the retailers, and the rest of the market, but is it something that concerns you at the moment? Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day, and as always, may the trading gods be with you.